0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Wolf Ticket, Keith here with co-host Brennan Stapp and our guest this week is Dan Dodoshka. welcome.
1: Thanks for having me guys, I'm yeah. excited to be here.
2: Yeah, this will be a good time. Didn't you just tell us how to say your last name and we're still saying it, how...
1: I'm like, what's the word, tone deaf now to it? What but is,
2: I've... But how say it for us. Dadoshka. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. But no, no, it's Cause, fine, because I'm reading it again and I'm like...
1: Because if on. you break it down, right, you've got the D-E, D-O-S-H, and then K-A, so it's like, you don't... His name was uh, a Chris Bosch. Right? I, was Chris I get Bosch. it.
2: So, yeah, I get Dosh. it. Yeah. So. Dosh.0. Dosh. 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 I, Dosh. I, I,
1: I could see it as you say it like that. Dan Dadoshka. Like, Dadoshka is the most mispronounced version of it, but, like, there's some people where you're like, you didn't even try. Like, it, you're but, adding <laughs> in letters, yeah, like, omitting <laughs> letters.
2: I, I mean, I'll probably take a lot of blame for this because I've called you Dadoshka just because I feel like that sounds cool. But I mean, at the if, same time, that's not your name. So. I think
1: I'm in the the DGA as Dedoshaka. So hell yeah.
2: Well, again, that's probably my fault. We could so. get that corrected. I'm uh,
1: actually okay with it though, because <laughs> when I inevitably do end up winning one of these years, you're gonna get a big Dedoshaka bomb. I hate you, It's okay. Dead
2: Fair enough. But the worst was that uh, my the barber, you know, that I go to and a lot of the guys go to, I misspelled his name. And he told me about it at the first tournament that I played with him. I paired up, played with him in the first DJ event I invited him to. He goes, hey, you know, not a big deal, but my name's misspelled. I'm like, oh, I'll fix that. I never did. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> never fixed it. And it was that way r- wrong all, all year long. So when people are reading his thing and they're like, oh. And, uh, yeah, they're getting his name completely wrong. So sure.
1: I mean, I try to cut people slack because I'm that person that – as soon as I shake your hand, you tell me your name. I immediately forgot Forget, your name. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, we'll let this slide.
2: Well, I mean, to be fair, you literally just told us how to say your name, and yes. we still got it wrong. So it's... Dan Dadoshka. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just got to say it 25 times. Yeah. But, Daniel, so I didn't realize we went back as far as we did. You worked above me when I was at my old office in Roseville. So where are you, I know you're working for James, but where are you guys now?
1: We are off of Bradshaw over across by the drive-in movie theater. Okay. Yeah, a little business park over there.
2: For some reason, again, see, this is how little... He, so for those of you who don't know, Dan now works for our friend James. We had on earlier. I don't know what James does or where James works, but for some reason, I imagined it because James is so fancy. He keeps
0: saying wet work and we just didn't yeah,
2: ask <laughs> Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> the biggest thing. And I figure you're the wet work guy, right? But uh, no, but seriously, I just thought he would be downtown somewhere, like in a high rise with something fancy, wearing a watch. I don't know. Like I I dressed like this to go to work today. Sure. And literally the hoodie and jeans and this is this is this is it. Yeah. As um, you see so where
1: we actually are it's it's prime location because it's California Contractors Insurance Services, mm-hmm. insurance for contractors. We are directly across from the Cal, uh, the Contractor State License Board. Oh, okay, so it's so strategic. It's very strategic. I was going to say
2: that that's good. That's good planning there. Yeah, and uh, as
1: someone that's worked in a high rise in downtown, the amount of time it takes to get down there and our, up the elevator. What do you do
2: in just, a high rise downtown?
1: I did marketing for the California Dental Association oh, okay, so for you, a little bit.
2: So at one point you were in marketing.
1: Yes, I was in marketing for about six months before I started marketing for California contractors. Gotcha. I got my degree in public relations. Spent like six years between internships and professionally doing PR, and then made the jump to marketing.
2: Why did you get out of marketing? No, he's still he's go. Back, why did you go into marketing? Oh, yeah. I, well, no. Hold on. What were you? Why did you get out of public affairs? There the we go. All public right. Relations.
1: <laughs> a mix. So PR is a lot of events, a lot of not a set schedule, um, a lot of weekends here or there. You just have to be really flexible. Um, if you know what you're doing, there's a lot of money to be made, but if not, you know, you're kind of just kind of sticking with the grunt work and a lot of the work is all contract based. Mm -hmm. So working for a PR agency above you, yeah, yeah. at one point we had 20 employees, at one point we had 14 employees because due to these contracts, if you lose it, you lose a lot of work. If you gain it, you need a ton of work and a lot of times you're trying to hire. Young, new individuals who you can give lower bill rates, right? So you can spend more yeah. money on budging. So I'd been at this place for about four and a half years. Just wanted the to change. Main contract I was working on, I could kind of tell I didn't know if we were going to go back for it or not. So it just kind of seemed like this is an opportunity to kind mm-hmm. of try something different. And when you do work in an agency like that, I had a great boss and I loved it very much. But you're working for a person, right? Mm. It was her PR firm, so everything that you're doing, the money that you're making, like it. Directly benefits her and right. again. That's it's great. Like she deserved everything she got. And she was a mm-hmm. incredible boss. But at some point, I was like, I don't want to keep working to watch someone else like continuously yeah. moving up. Like I want to work for a company where I can get in, you know, and help myself right, for what right, I'm right, doing. Right. So, huh.
2: good call. Sounds like yeah. you had a good call. It sounds like a great move. Um, it's so you- worked out. Well, you know our buddy Nick, former commissioner, former DGA president. He tried to get into marketing at one point. He just went way too big, like most things Nick does. He just went way too big, way too fast. He tried to land a job at Subway, and that's how <laughs> he ended up working at C.H. Uh, Robinson. Funny enough, he didn't get the job at Subway. He just loved Subway so much, and I mean he still does. When we did the fast food drafts, he yeah. was crushing the Subway thing. So I just that's that's my familiarity with uh, marketing is Nick's sure. love for it. I mean, and he couldn't have done. He couldn't have come up with a five star five dollar foot long jingle or all this cool shit they do with Those Steph were Kirk, nice jungles, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like he was he was going way too big and way too fast anyway. So.
1: so I did I will say I think I got really lucky because I initially went to college to do accounting. Mm. And about a year and a half through accounting I realized I hate math. Like I already <laughs> kinda knew I hated math, but I <laughs> realized bad, I really hated math. It's a
2: bad career choice then.
1: And it wasn't even that it was tough, right? I was it was like teacher goes, Okay, you guys have two Homework problems tonight. I'm like, all right, perfect. So we like, great. Roommate and I, we busted out. Problem one, A through Z. Um, two. I'm like, yeah. that's not two. That's 50. Yeah. Two <laughs> problems. And then it's like, draw this T chart and put in a letter, you like a number, and then B, draw the T chart again, add it. Like you couldn't just keep adding it. It was so tedious. We were like four hours into it, and I was like, I'm gonna blow my brains out. I'm like, do this for a <laughs> living. So I immediately went and talked to my counselor, dropped it, switched to PR, got a PR degree. Basically, business without the math. So when I came to CCIS, I really didn't have that like technical marketing background, right? I didn't get educated in marketing. I didn't know how to like all these major programs, like finances, all that side of things. But I had that PR background. And the president of the company before James, she really tried to take the company in direction of you know we are this well oil machine that makes a bunch of money but we want to be informative and we want to be a resource for these contractors we want to teach them things educate them and so that was a really easy transition for me because i wasn't i was coming in as marketing but it was more of hey learn how to do google ads learn how to do facebook advertising learn this side of things but mostly we're just looking to maintain focus on building that brand and and engagement and all that and then over the last year and a half or so, we're starting to shift more and more into strategic marketing side of things. But the teammates that I have available to me have that background. And mm-hmm. have been teaching me as we've been going. So I did get really lucky because had I gone in there and they'd been like, we need you to, you know, just boom, yeah. all the stuff. I don't know if I would have been given the job because I right. didn't have that background, but it just, it just worked out perfectly. Timing worked so, out good. Yeah. So a follow up question to all that. So did you know James before this? I did not know James before. this. So when I started, James was the renewal manager for the company. And then it was probably about a year ago at this time, a little less than a year ago, um, when our current president, she left. Then James inherited her position. He's now the director of sales and operations. Nice.
2: Okay. Well, I was just conf- I didn't know he brought you over. It's just the really small, weird world we live you know, in? Nope, just small. Crazy.
1: Just, just, you know, because we're in a... We're in, like, a big open bullpen, right? And there's only 20 of us, so everyone can see each other. Yeah. Everyone can talk to each other. Very quickly was apparent, like, hey, both like football, both like golf, all yeah. this stuff. And just over time, it just was, you know, easy relationship to build with I'm them. just
2: saying, super small world to have, like, worked above me. That was with, trippy. And you're you play, you're friends with uh, my former coworker Matt, right? Yep. Yeah, so Cronenberg, you are definitely friends with. Because I was like, there's more connections here that was even weirder that I was like, Guys that I actually know, and then I'm like, this Dan guy, just you know, you mean he's more than just the Instagram quip guy? Because, <laughs> like, that's how Nick and, like, I don't know how many of us knew you. It was like, you just would bullshit with you on Instagram. And they're like, oh, he's joining the DGA now. Cool. All right.
1: And that's kind of how that all came to be. But you're a big football guy, too, right? I'm a big, big football guy. More college than the NFL, just because. Yes. That's what I like to hear. Which. Maybe. I mean, that wasn't the but case growing up. But he's right? a Ducks fan, so just that's fine. <laughs>
0: Everyone has their flaws. It
1: wasn't <laughs> well, that way growing up. But he up, went though. there, right? So I he, have to be. <laughs> no, he, he's Go, growing up. Hated the Ducks. I, I shouldn't say hate them. Just didn't even pay attention to them. Yeah. All I knew was that they were this green and yellow school up north. I remembered watching like Luke Jackson, Luke Ridnour in basketball. It's like these are these <laughs> weird white Howard, dudes wow, with yeah. floppy hair. Like yeah. these guys kind of stink. And my friends growing up across the street, their dad was a Cal alum, so I knew the big game, Cal Stanford. You know, SC, all that stuff, and loved Kansas basketball. I had every Kansas basketball thing you could imagine growing up. And then actually thought I was going to go to Oregon State until the very last second. Ended up going to Oregon. And then perfect timing because the four years over there were the four years chip kelly was the head coach so
0: that's a good stretch there
1: yeah you go from having like in growing up in davis right and like sports like okay i have division two football like i want to go to a bigger foot like school and then you're like okay they're Pac 12 we'll see some cool people and that was my mindset i was like i'm gonna go to these games i'm gonna get to see people like matt barkley or james harden or Um, kevin love right and then all of a sudden it's like hey we're top dog for like four years straight yeah like it was incredible yeah
0: that was a good run to be there for sure yeah
1: no Natty Championship, though. No. Michael yep. Dyer was down. But,
0: you know. Yo, were you there for Mariota?
1: I saw, yeah, I was saw Marcus for a year. So my first year was Jeremiah Masoli. Oh, Next Masoli, two years yeah. were Darren Thomas. They're, they're tight.
2: Just Marcus. Yeah. yeah. And then year four was Marcus. Began, yeah, the
1: golden child.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it didn't work out too well in the NFL for him.
1: We could talk hours on that, you know. I'm He's a, still there. I'm a big believer in
0: situations. Well, but also a lot of elite college football quarterbacks don't translate. They to don't, the NFL. and
1: you know he wasn't in a pro style offense no, at all. Right, three star recruits. No one even people don't know that we actually had Johnny Menzel committed. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Helfrich, the offensive coordinator at the mm-hmm. time, went over to Hawaii, saw him was like, you need to get this kid. Marcus commits. Johnny bolts. Yeah, you know, Johnny skirt. Johnny skirt. Which. I mean, that would have been insane to have him around campus all I that can't time. Imagine. I think it worked you, out a little bit better. I wonder if he would have
0: better. been as crazy there as if he was...
1: Menzel? Yeah. Uh, probably not. I don't he think he a, would have been as crazy It would have Oregon. been... Well, I think uh, as a staple in the student body, right, yeah. at the parties, I think would have been Insane, nuts. yeah. From an actual football standpoint, I think we would have probably recruited receivers a little bit more and gone more of that spread offense, which... Like you said, it probably wouldn't have worked quite as much because we were so run heavy. Yeah, you guys ran a lot. I don't know though. I feel like he just he because he's a Southern
2: guy, right? Isn't he from Texas?
0: I want to say he is from Texas.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. I think he was just too close to like too close to being the guy. Yeah, I think that was part of his problem. He was from Tyler. Yeah, you know that's where. Yeah.
1: Well, and you come in, you have Darren Thomas is already there. This other kid, Brian Bennett, who shared time with Marcus as a very serviceable backup, could have probably started it mid-major schools mm-hmm. elsewhere and then Marcus right so it's, yeah that's something I still don't understand with kids these days is you'll see like USC perfect example a couple of years ago they had two five-star quarterbacks and a four-star quarterback recruit or all commit the same year right when Keaton Slovis was the starting quarterback yeah what the hell are these kids thinking go like, somewhere else right like clearly all three of you or none of you are starting this year yeah Two of you are never gonna see the field at USC. Mm-hmm. You all could have started somewhere else and you're wasting your life. Like what makes you think, and I'm sure there's the whole argument like, oh, we wanna go beat the best and be like, yeah, but like, stop being stupid. You're yeah. not gonna go in and do that. Like you you know, as I think every athlete, as much as you have to have that mindset of like, you know, wanna be competitive, like every athlete knows their limitations, right? Every soccer game I played, like going in, no matter how focused you were, you knew if the other team was going to kick your ass. Right. Like, you knew. It's so. kind of crazy how many,
0: like, quarterbacks in college that were backups or third strings or even walk-ons, like, could have started other places. I always think about Florida. Like, at one point, Cam Newton was our third string quarterback. Say, right? Yeah. Or It's like, that's insane to think about. And then the next year, or two years later... He's a Nash- Heisman national champion. It's right. like what the
2: Joe Burrow took what three years to get his yeah. start, <laughs> well, starting, but, and he was at Ohio State. Okay, and then went to LSU. Like. And I guess I guess Joe Burrow is probably the best backup, but he got starter time, did for a year. Yeah, for but one did year. Castle ever even get <laughs> no, Castle was college ever. time? No. Castle he was just Island, yeah. he was just at SC for a while, yeah. and then he had like a twenty-year NFL career. Yeah, yeah, like, that's true. It was so, pretty
1: disgusting what an NFL factory SC was like. Back. yeah i mean they still are to a degree but like yeah because they were so relevant nationally at the time like yeah, they were the first was... school to like actually pay your players right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last we were talking about yeah. beforehand <laughs> it's like
2: but i mean he was he was at sc during palmer and liner like he he had yeah. an
1: unfair advantage so i mean if you're the third guy there you probably were pretty damn good but yeah yeah i, yeah, like I said, i just don't I don't get it cuz you know you only have 4 years and if you're good you got 3 years. So but why are you just so Sometimes it makes me think like was it that he wanted to just be there
0: for a specific reason or he wanted to be close He's to being home paid. or was he being yeah, we'll could be pay? But if you're being paid as
1: a third string like There is probably a high percentage of quarterbacks in high school. That we just don't even understand, like, have an obsession with Alex Moran. Like, they <laughs> yeah. watched Blue Mountain State and they say, were like, people don't know, Blue I never needed to get hit. Yeah. Right. Like, my dad's always said the greatest, or the smartest quarterback in NFL history was Terry Bradshaw's backup. Four Super Bowl rings, never got hit. Well, dude, we were talking to my boss, Logan. We had Carter
2: on, obviously. Logan was talking about uh, Josh Johnson, the Niners quarterback. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking journeyman, 19, 20 teams. years in the in the, however long yeah. it was in the NFL, like fourteen years, up, up, up 19 until teams. obviously the NFC Championship game. But it's like that man was just getting contract after contract to be on teams, never never having to play. It's got to be awesome. You got to go out, you got to play, you got to do the whole NFL thing up until the
1: NFC Championship game where he got knocked the fuck <laughs> like, out. Oh but. shit! I
2: have to play. <laughs> yeah. When he
1: walked, came on the field, I was like. St- dill like <laughs> yeah. i could not believe it. i was like there's gotta because and that's not even like it's an uncommon name like there are a lot of josh johnsons throughout all sports right so when i was like oh it's probably some like new guy that's no, been leading, yeah probably you know some tcu guy or something yeah. right and then I was, he walked out and i was like oh no this is him. insane yeah he was drafted by
0: tampa in 08 but he didn't ever play she, for tampa right he went to the redskins I, whoa Right? First of all. Well, they were the Redskins then. First of
2: all, <laughs> he did not. Did
0: <laughs> not you, for didn't a while. B- oh, I
2: did. mean, no, because he went from Tampa. He was in Tampa for three years. Oh, really? Then he went to San Francisco. Then he went to the Molos. It was on the Mountain Lions in 2012. Oh, that's little right, little yeah. Sacramento Mountain oh, Lions. Right. He was Two-
0: Culpepper's backup.
2: 2012 oh, also, just apparently on the Browns. So we're at four teams Yeah. He yeah. was on the Bengals in 2013. Back to San Francisco. 20- and some of these were practice squad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so non practice squad. It's Tampa, yeah. MOLOs, Browns, Bengals, Colts, Bills, Giants, Texans, Redskins, or Commanders. If you're not a racist. Yeah. <laughs> the San Diego Fleet.
1: Jesus. The this L.A. budget Josh McCown.
2: No, but yeah. I'm just reading to you guys the. This is at 12 non-practice squads, and this is I'm having to skip over multiple asterisks. Jets, Ravens, Broncos, back to the Niners.
0: But some of those I know he was only there for like a week. No, or no, two. no, yeah, yeah.
2: It, it, Like the Jets and Ravens both 2021. Right. Broncos, Niners, both last yeah, yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. You know, but so. but still. We're talking about a man who got drafted in two thousand eight. We're yeah. we're talking quite the time to be in the NFL, and those, he never expected to play in that game. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, I mean, I think he did after. The so game. that was
0: my gripe with the Niners, like
2: the twenty twenty XFL passes. How many
0: weeks there? did Purdy start before that? In like eight nine, eight games, you had eight weeks to find know, a better a
2: backup. backup. I'm just yeah. saying, I And know. there was plenty out there. I'm, I'm aware.
1: Sure. Shanahan has gotta just. Be at the end of his rope. Something. He just that guy is just gonna be like, I I can't deal with the Dolphins had Teddy two gloves as a backup,
0: and you had your best backup for it was, yeah, it's crazy, man. I don't know. Go get Derek
1: Carr now. Put him on the bench. The molos. Yeah, it'll be
0: interesting to see what happens with him next week. He, his con- contract comes fully guaranteed on the fifteenth. Oh, so they have to you have to trade him or
2: drop him. Forty million. Oh my God! I the Raiders, He's going to be cut. They the can find someone for the him. Raiders. Going to her. How do they just print money there? Like no. it's Vegas, yeah. They I just do. gamble, you're you're right, right. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, no, they they do, yeah. Because I'm confused. Cause aren't they still paying Gruden too? Are not yeah. they still paying Henry Ruggs? <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus.
0: I don't think so. I, you know. Well, speaking of gambling and NFL, don't forget to get your squares. If you oh yeah. This episode Dan, I know got a few. Yep, I got two. Um, of them. We got the Wolf ticket squares. We'll put the link. I've been putting it every day, except today. I was snowboarding, um, but I'll keep putting the link every day. I think we've sold like sixty. So I was about to try and look it up. I'm gonna post it in the Ocho tomorrow. Fumbling pretty hard here on trying to find this. Yeah, we'll but. be fine. Well, I still have mean Bonnie. I was waiting till it filled yeah, up. Yeah, lot. I thought yeah. I said
1: you bought like twenty. No. no,
2: we, no, no, we, we no. we're buying a difference. I can't you know? afford that. No. Yeah, I was looking. I was like, "Damn, you really want to win this?" No, no. So yeah, we have uh, fifty six sold. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get there. Forty four left. So yeah, if you're interested, there's so many of our friends
0: I have not bought any. Everyone <laughs> waits last second. Yeah, that's anyways. what I'm saying. So. Nick, like, Rory, like Zach, literally
2: everything. Everything our friends do, they wait till the last second. So I'm not worried about this at all. So who do you like
0: in the Super Bowl, Dan? I don't know. You don't know. I
1: don't... This is probably the first year, and this may just have to do with the fact that I'm older now and I'm no longer, like, mesmerized by these professional athletes, but I felt like this entire year I knew nothing except that I knew the Bears were going to have the worst record. That was, like, the only thing I was confident in. I was like, I know my guys, I know we suck, I know we're going to be the worst, but I guess I shouldn't say to know nothing because, you know, our CCIS, our work pick, I did pick the most correct games over the course of the season, so... I knew something, but every game now, it really just, it comes, I don't want to say that I've bought into the conspiracy theory of like the NFL is scripted scripted and all that, (laughs) but I've thought the NFL has been scripted. I thought all professional sports have been scripted for a really long time. I think we've all had a hunch, yeah. Right. And it doesn't help that you made pass interference reviewable for like a season and then all of a sudden took it away again. Yeah. And why is that? Because the easiest way to, probably in any sport, the easiest way to rig the game is in football with pass interference because it is so subjective. Right. And so, you know, I would like to see the Eagles win. Mm-hmm. My gut says, don't go against the chiefs and Andy Reid. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just can't bring myself to go against them. I if think- Mahomes hurts his ankle, then, you know, I think the Eagles have a really good defense, which is going to be necessary. They have the explosive sniff on offense. I really do like Jalen hurts. I don't, don't think he's like the best passer by any means mm-hmm. but i think he's got the right mindset to go in there and compete against patrick mahomes right like some guys you can just like some guys just scary. aren't yeah. winners right yeah. like i'm gonna catch flack from this from mr boss but like dak prescott not a winner not a winner he is not a winner right some guys are just not winners and jalen hurts is a winner he wins Prescott's despite getting benched at bama like yeah he didn't quit right he stayed well he kind of quit he transferred Oklahoma, He transferred. but you can just tell what the But kid, when he transferred, like, he was a winner. Right. And you yeah. can you can just see with this kid, like, he says the right things, he's got the right mindset. I'd like to see him win. Sean, uh, my partner in the DGA, big Eagles fan, so I kind of want to see him lose just because I don't want Sean to... Because he's already gotten one, yeah. and I had to sit next to him like in our apartment yeah. when the double doink happened. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of had enough of that already. But then it's the Chiefs, too, you're just like, eh, I don't know. So my money is going to be on... Whichever team is the underdog at kickoff, and blue Gatorade being dumped on the win- on the on the winning coach. Blue, it's huh? Blue, huh? Go on Bavada, blue. blue was nine to one the other day.
2: Okay, but so my thing is, I was thinking about this when I saw the odds for that. What's the
1: tastiest flavor of Gatorade? Because blue like, cool, Gatorade, cool blue, is it blue Gatorade? Yeah. Absolutely. I think we had close. orange a couple years ago because usually you try to think like, oh, orange the is, colors, right? Orange but, is a safe flavor, but cool blue is bold and the best. Right. No one, like the Eagles, aren't drinking green Gatorade. There's no way. And yeah. Red is so basic and like, there's. I can tell you for a red fact is that too fruity. That's
2: what I was gonna say. They're not right. drinking fucking fruit Tra- punch. There's
1: no way that Travis Kelsey is letting that team drink red Gatorade. Yeah. So I mean, blue is the. F- yeah. I, and I bet you, if you look back at it, like over the last twenty years, I bet you blue is the most frequent one. So at that odd of nine to one. That's that's what I was trying to figure out. It's like, what's the tastiest? You cool know? blue. Yeah, because yep. it's
2: it's not about it's not about what the team is. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? But Every don't time... you
0: think they have multiple flavors on the sideline? It's just the one they pick to dump.
2: Maybe I doubt it. It's
0: right? Fun. I don't know. Fifty three guys all drink the same color. Why not? I don't know. I'm just I've never mean, thought about this till just now. Yeah. But I think maybe they might 40 have forty of than... those
1: fifty three guys right are standing there, hands on their hip, helmet right. rest on the head, just huffing and puffing while the little yeah. water girls squirting yeah. the gatorade bottle right in their mouth they don't even know what's going in there until they taste God. it so sounds it could like, be vodka
0: i just thought about this right now i think there's i think there's more than one color on the sideline we're just betting on the one that we hope they grab and yeah. it, that's why it makes it seem more
2: random you're right though the most popular flavor of gatorade is cool blue yeah that's yeah. like
0: known in our generation i don't yeah. know about other but
2: but odd we are wrong second most
1: common is fruit punch
0: but it's so sugary that's yeah. what i'm saying it tastes sugary well, and so but, there's no way
1: the trainers are letting them drink that sugary taste. Exactly. Of Gatorade either. So right? I
0: think lemon lime or orange are the second two. You're like they could be tied for second, but I think cool blue is the oh, best. That's crazy, because yep. apparently
2: this is a very common question. It's fucking cool blue <laughs> fruit punch, lemon lime, yeah, and then so orange.
1: orange. Those are the four. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> go blue Gatorade the, taking the Eagles. <laughs> blue Gatorade there we taking the go. Eagles. God. Yeah, they've. They got a solid defense. Any team that can that website damn, as I'm much as my computer, the Niners' yeah. office didn't help. But any team that can do that to the Niners' defense, they're yeah. not going to have an issue doing it to the Chiefs' defense. it's right. not right. like they're playing an Arrowhead; they're playing in front of a bunch of corporate businessmen that aren't even paying attention to right. the game. So, it's a, dude, that is the worst part of the Super Bowl. It's horrible, For, and those are fans. I, I was <laughs> she watching could be uh,
0: like a neutral. I mean, I know it's technically neutral, but I wish it was like a football neutral,
1: not like corporate neutral. Right? You yeah. Know? Uh, I was watching. I think it was last week um was it pti with tony kornheiser mm-hmm. and pablo torres yeah yeah, yeah he was tony. on instead of wilbon yeah yeah and they started talking about how the nfl is floating the idea of having the nfc and AFC championship game at neutral site game at neutral sites yeah Why not? and immediately Apollo is just like you get to a point where how much money is enough money right? right because like i feel like as a fan if you start doing those games at neutral site now I really don't give a shit about the NFL anymore. Like it's already getting to the point where like some of these oh, games okay. are so
2: I see your ridiculously with like yeah.
1: scripted that you're just like I'm already just I see your disinterest.
2: I, at first I was I couldn't understand right. it. But. So
1: now you're telling me like oh you're gonna have Chiefs Bengals in Seattle, right? Well, no Chiefs and Bengals fans are going there. It's just more corporate. Like obviously from a business standpoint, going to make them way it. more money. That's, but you get to the point where like you're gonna have, I, I mean you're gonna have me for you know, just not give a shit anymore. Like if the Bears made the NFC Championship game and the Bears are playing the Patriots and they're playing down in like Dallas, I'm gonna yeah. be like, this is the dumbest, dumbest thing on the planet. It's
0: weird how college like neutral site games are cool. Well, that's what I was about to say because that's where we went was I well, already hate bowl games. Like bowl no, games are stupid. Right but we went to yeah. the Florida, Florida Georgia, Georgia
2: and
1: that was neutral. Oh, yeah, and it was fucking awesome. It was. There's right. some games that should be neutral. I think. Right. And yeah, well, in college though too. I think you're going to see those neutral site. You're going to have more fans there, and I'm just hypothesizing here, but you think about like the diehard fans of college teams that are gonna go to those neutral site games went to those schools, mm-hmm. have degrees from those schools, probably make or probably comfortable financially. So right. they're gonna travel. And that's know, not around a lot of Georgia fans uh, that look like, like they can't read. So <laughs> I don't the South is different down yes yeah. <laughs> It is different down there. And yeah you know, and to go. Like, but it's people not to, do travel. Right. And it's not to say that people that don't go to the schools like don't make you know, they're right. not like that's not where I'm getting at. But like as a Bears fan, I've never once ever felt like I've wanted to travel to go watch the Bears play a football game. I've never even seen huh. the Bears play live. I've been to I think three Niner games. Yeah. And it's just like it's just not worth going. Like the Bears could play any team in any place. I would like to see Soldier Field just because it's Soldier Field. It's classic, but yeah. I'm never ever going to spend money to go travel for a neutral site game. Oregon, maybe. I never went Depends to any who of the they games. Play. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like if if for some reason, like we're Like the Pactal Championship game being in Vegas now is a little bit more Accessible. enticing than it yeah. was than Santa Clara. But mm-hmm. even then, it's just like so these neutral sites with the NFL, it's like you're going to kill the the fan, di- the fan yeah. right? And as a player, like, why wouldn't you want to be? Playing in front of 50% of people screaming for you at the Super Bowl. Like you're playing in front of literally these people that don't care. Guys in suits that are just not oh, even paying attention. Rich people that don't care. Millionaires that don't it's care. It's terrible. So yeah.
2: I had uh, I had tickets to Santa Clara. I had season tickets. And uh, I thought, okay, at least we're going to get to buy our seats. No, even those got raffled off. So we get pulled into a season ticket holder pool. And you're not even going to buy your own seats if you win. You just get the first rights to buy some seats. Doesn't even make sense. So it's like if the Niners had made it, your odds increased a little bit, but it wasn't like that great. It's the way they pool the tickets is nuts. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I just I don't know. Not a huge, not a huge NFL fan anyway. So it's
1: just it's it's hard, and I think I think a lot of it does have to do with just the fact that we're growing up and getting older, right? Because like I. I just was, I was actually just pulling out some of my old jerseys uh, for my fiance and I for the Super Bowl party we're going to go to because, you know, like, bring a jersey, right? And I was like, oh, there's my Hester jersey and my Erlacher jersey and all that. And I think about, like, yeah, when I was in junior high, like, I idolized these guys. Like, Brian Erlacher to me, like, this guy was the man. You watch his YouTube videos, like, fire you up before you go work out. You're like, hell yeah. And now I'm like, dude, you're 24 making $15 million. Like, I couldn't care less what you do. I don't care if you walk off that field. Like, it's just so, i don't that and it's a allegiance generational thing but i
0: think some of those athletes we that are our age that are just like what do you, divas selfish whatever you want to call them but yeah. like they weren't like that when we were growing
1: up well i start to think about like i could never understand like why does my like dad not want to sit and watch football all day like now i'm like i, I, I get it now because yeah. like at least with college right it's like at the end of the day my degree is from oregon yeah. so I have that allegiance. Like, I'll fight anyone that wants to fight and throw down over <laughs> it. Like, I can get behind it because I actually have an affiliation. Yeah. But like the Chicago Bears, I have no affiliation yeah. with. Like, cool, like I want to see you guys win, but like I'm not donating money to your no. team, and I'm certainly not going to defend you against anybody. I have people come to me all the time. My fiance last, we'll be in the grocery store. I'll have the Bears hat on. And they'll be like, "You're a Bears fan?" Like, oh man, that sucks. I'm like, you don't think I know that? Yeah. Like, I I just I don't care anymore. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just hard to get behind. And then when you start seeing these, hate to say it, but, like, just blatantly rigged games. Like, blatantly like rigged are, games. Yeah. At least it calls. seems like it. You're just like, well, what's even the point, you yeah. know? You're just like, okay, well, we're just going to have this team dominate the entire game. And, no, and there goes Brady marching right down again. And <laughs> yeah. I remember what game it was where they – I mean, I, I – I know I lost. The,
0: m- it was near the end of the regular season. I, know, Brady. I, yeah, and I yes. know I
1: lost money on the game where they went down in like literally like 40 mm-hmm. seconds yes. and scored a touchdown it was to like win. The second and to last game. Yeah, of they the gave year. him like two PIs. Yeah, they I mean, marched right down. I think it was against
2: Keach's uh,
1: Redskins. After being like kilometers. dominated the whole game, and I was like, this is stupid. Like, there's no yeah. scenario where this ever should that. have happened. And I was like, this It was clearly. like a Monday
0: night game, right? I think it was okay. a Monday night game. I think it or Sunday. Yeah,
1: and I was like, this clearly scripted. Like, there's just. You're right. It does seem. Yeah. It sucks. So you know, we're in college. It's like you literally have nineteen-year-olds that hate each other. Right. Who's
0: Oregon's uh, big opener this year? You guys always open against someone. Big. Who
1: are we doing this year? I think it might be Texas Tech. Hmm. So no one big, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think we we have a home and home with them, and I think this year's Texas Tech. I'm not sure if they're the first game or not. We might be playing. You know, I let's see, because I'm sure they play someone big. They always do, right? Iris, I do love the fact that we do do that. It definitely re- it helps you if you win the game. Best thing. We, we usually don't win the game, no. so it you know it is one of those things where like our season is usually over after Labor Day weekend. But I respect it a hell of a lot more than these schools that just play like you yeah. Know. You
0: got te- you're at Texas Tech. That's like your
1: non-conference opener. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it will be a decent game. Yeah. But but didn't you play Georgia this year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should have won that game. Oh, that would have been incredible. So. Funny enough, Sean and I like because Sean went to Oregon with me and we were both sitting there and we're like, okay, we're not gonna win this game. We know we're not gonna win this game. Yeah. Spread 17 and a half. We're like, okay, we'll keep it competitive, right? Like we got a good defense, like landing knows Georgia's offense inside now. We've got, you know, a lot of seniors. Like, gonna be a good game. Like we'll probably lose maybe by fourteen. We both hammered plus seventeen and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Halfway through the second quarter, we were watching other games and play. we were just yeah. like, "Oh my god!" I
0: mean, and actually, you guys got better as the year went on. We did, and that's yeah.
1: a, the thing that was frustrating with it that sucks game is when that
0: open against the defending champs. <laughs>
1: not only are you opening against the defending champs, you're playing a neutral site yeah. in Atlanta, in Atlanta, which is just dumb. Because if I'm the co- if I'm a college kid, like I would much rather go get to experience Athens, Georgia, play in their home stadium than well. play them in freaking Atlanta. Right. But then so you have that you have a brand new quarterback brand-new offensive coordinator, brand-new coach, no one knows anything. They already came out and were saying, like, the offensive coordinator was trying to keep – they didn't open the playbook up because they knew – Lanning knew we were going to get our asses handed to us. So he was like, we're not going to show anything. We're not going to waste anything. It was a bloodbath. You know, and people just obliterate us. But it's like talking about that game with other people is how – like you could tell, okay, this person understands how sports work. This person just reads headlines, because if you actually understand the X's and O's of football and how college teams are developed, you knew that, like, okay, like, this was exactly what was going to happen and should have happened. Mm -hmm. But if they played again at the end of the season, not going to win again, because you can see Georgia, if they want to win, they're going to destroy you. But it would have been a definitely more competitive game at the end of the year. We probably would have lost by 20 instead of 70,000 or whatever it was, but... It's just an impossible the, the situation. The Gators open at Utah. That's our not, that's our first game. Actually. Oh lord, that's not going to be
0: fun. No, in Utah. Not that that matters. What but, time? Uh, no, no time yet. Yeah, okay, yeah. pray for a day game. It actually so doesn't even say. It just says Thursday through Saturday.
1: It could be any of those days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because and Rising's coming back. So yeah, that'll be a that'll be a tough. They are. I think Whittingham is probably the best coach in the conference. And it's just and now they're it recruiting they're always good all right well we got your blue gatorade and, and we're going blue gator and eagles Eagles. Uh-huh. And the other one that i usually hit and i haven't looked at it yet i've kind of been i figured i wait till this weekend until i was in the right mindset and kind of go but the one that's usually been pretty good for me is betting on a roughing the passer penalty <laughs> because I mean, that's almost like guaranteed it's almost homes. <laughs> pretty much right it's like it's, they they love to throw that flag like candy. Oh, yeah so and I think last year was like plus 115, so I went big on that Seems one. like an easy one. <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
2: You guys want to do these goats? Let's yeah, do it. I mean, he was already trying to dog mine,
0: so... Explain I, what we're doing. It's not our draft. It's not our We do have our a draft. draft later.
2: We do have a draft, but we will segue into some other fun stuff real quick after this. But we're going to do, because last week, officially, Tom should have retired. And we'll so it maybe it's me, Official. I mean, it's official as of now. But who knows? He's doing weird shit on the internet today. He's posting pictures in his underwear. He
1: just said that he's. It said that he's going to start broadcasting for Fox twenty twenty four. Yeah.
2: Twenty twenty
1: three. No four. Olsen's going to have one more year after this, and then Brady's Olsen's coming upset about that. I think. Like, I don't blame they, him. That's
0: what he was saying.
1: I, I don't blame him at all. Because they were saying he his last like five games he like did really well. Yeah, I mean, if if and I know, why didn't they
0: just get rid of Joe Buck?
1: They did get rid of Joe. Bucks. He's on ESPN now. Joe Bucks on ESPN. He's yeah. You, no. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They did get rid of. Yeah. Joe I meant Bucks. just in general. Oh. In life.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so be really but, upset. But uh, okay. So you're right. But regardless. Well, so if he's gonna start in 2024, that's totally
1: leaving the door open. <laughs> this dude literally came back for a year, knowing that he wasn't gonna succeed, knowing that it was gonna ruin his relationship, I mean his marriage, and knowing that he could then just go play golf the rest of his life, like with yeah, no issue. But he's like, let me just get rid of Giselle without making it seem like I'm trying to get rid of Giselle.
2: To be fair, I think she was already cheating. She went to Brazil with the yoga instructor or whatever. Let's do these goats. Okay, so hold on. So <laughs> what so what we're doing is I was thinking the four who are the four greatest because Tom, in my mind, has... Explain to
0: our non-American I, I'll, I'll, citizen. I'll, I'll get there.
2: Thing. I'll get there. Okay. Relax. Relax. Well, in Mount Rushmore, we got to yes. explain, I guess, too. Yes. So Mount Rushmore has four giant heads. Yes. It should be bodies, which Keach explained to me last week, because he's like, it's unfinished. But Mount Rushmore is in... South Dakota. South Dakota. Again, outside of this map thing, I don't know much. <laughs> um, South Dakota, four giant heads. So we're picking our four greatest greats of all time. Across all sports, across all athletics, gender, need not apply as well. So I'm going to let...
1: Do you want to start, Dan? I'll let you, are you? we doing like one by one, all four? How are we doing this? No, Just give I me your think four. you have to do all four so we get some all context. Four. Okay, yeah. so for context, there's a couple things from, from my standpoint when I think about this. The first thing is... As a sports fan, Mm -hmm. I feel like the whole point of being a sports fan is you get to experience what's happening. So anyone that played or was born before me, or played before I was born in 1990, out the window. Like, to me, you're just nom, I'm not Rushmore. It doesn't matter. I'm not discrediting you, but I didn't watch you, so I don't care. Interesting. Okay. Anyone, So well, this already wipes me out. but anyone that played sports before non-white people were allowed to play, immediately disqualification. Because, like Babe Ruth... Would have had no shot today, dude. Okay, I'm glad you agree with me on that
2: because I've thrown Babe Ruth out of everything when people are like, oh, no. he's got all. If
1: you got to play sports before non-white. Most got to of play- America is kind of like. Put him on yeah, the back burner like, at this point. Doesn't He count. smoked cigars, like during at bats. Like well, <laughs>
2: the man did not care. He looks like a fat
1: slob too. Yeah. Well, was he, it Daniel Tosh? He's like, I guarantee you, the fat boy would have been pointing his bat if he had to face CC's ninety-seven yeah. slider, <laughs> right? And like, it's true though. I mean, he, like in the
2: problem with baseball originally, right? Was those guys like were working other jobs? Yeah. Like baseball had no money. Like it's like Babe Ruth was hitting dingers off a of fucking mailman. Yeah. That
1: doesn't so count. Those guys out the window, and then. And lastly i don't care about team accolades the whole championship thing like mm. that doesn't matter to it, in a team setting individual different mm-hmm. but like team setting right because like but well, like luke walton has like two or three rings as a player right like That's couldn't fair. care less right so for me thinking about who my greatest greats are i wanted people that when they were on tv i dropped what i was doing to watch them because they are so like mystical that it's just, they had that aura about that it's just like, you, I have to see what they're doing. They're incredible. We're never going to see anything like them ever again. Sure. So for me, the first one, no brainer is Tiger Woods. Okay. And if I have to explain to you all his stats about why he's the greatest, like you don't, I, right. There's not <laughs> everyone. There's not I, enough time. Yeah, right? If you yeah. don't know, then you just don't know. <laughs> but the thing about Tiger Woods is, was even today, everything he's gone through all of the bad rounds he's had is I guarantee you that Wednesday night before the master starts this year, all three of us, everyone else we know, will be sitting there going, yeah, he could win it. He could win it. He could win it. Could win it. And I'm going to watch, and I hope he wins it, and he could win it. Because you just know that it's in there, right? Like, its yeah. we're never, ever going to see anyone do what he's done because technology has advanced so much further. The competitiveness is so much more. Like, you're just never going to see it. So, for me, he's easily on there. I assume Tiger's on yours as well. Yes. Tigers on mine as well. Uh, I think
2: I think he's a hard one to not have on your Mount Rushmore. I don't know how you could not have him because just like he said, it's kind of like your argument against Babe Ruth, right? It's like I think Jack Nicholas was probably great. Arnold Palmer, one, everything you were saying makes a lot of sense. We didn't see him play, but you know, and you can hear the yeah, numbers. They were great, but they weren't. Technology's tiger. come a long way. You weren't playing against everybody. (laughs) You know, it's like you were playing against everybody, but you weren't playing against everybody. So his competition pool was much better, and he was still that dominant. So I think that adds a lot. He
1: literally destroyed his body to just destroy everybody, Everybody. right? Like, I'm just going to plant metal spikes into the grass and shred my knee for decades just to humiliate you, right? And he did it well. Absolutely incredible. Okay. So who's your. So number two, sticking with that mindset of. If he was on TV, I had to watch him. Is the man who had twenty-three gold medals in swimming? Is that Michael Mm. Phelps? Because, I mean, there's just no one better than him in swimming history, right? I mean, twenty-three gold medals, and I know there was the whole thing about like, oh, well, he may have had, might have web fingers or something, or there was something about where people were saying, or he has, I don't know if it was his heartbeat or there was something that they claim gave him this advantage in the water, but it just doesn't matter because. If he was swimming, like you knew when he was swimming, right? Like yeah. we know the Olympics will come up. We'll know, like you'll see headlines, but you don't know what time the men's basketball team's playing or who they're playing <laughs> no. or you don't know. this. But you knew when Michael Phelps was swimming. Yeah, and he made swimming popular. Right. You've so, never even watched a swimming race that Michael Phelps yeah. wasn't in, right? So right. I, for me, he was another no-brainer because it's just, it's something that I'll never see again. And I dropped what I was doing to see him. Okay, cool. And then sticking with that same exact thing, third one is Usain Bolt. Okay. Because again, I don't know if I'll we'll ever see someone faster than these him, right? guys. To Dan, these both of these guys just missed mine. Yeah, I mean, so the I, world's I them, fastest is you're mesmerized by how
2: quick th- he moves. I think what got Bolt close to my mountain was the last race he ran, where he's literally like looking off camera, effortlessly flying, yeah, and he's he's still like a body length in front of the next guy. Yeah, you had the all to look over. Get a camera shot of you smiling. Because
1: you knew you were just ditched is, everyone.
2: Oh, it was, but, and okay, and the thing with Phelps and Bolt, the reason they didn't make my mountain is, sure, you are very athletic. That's the huge piece to the Olympics, but it's like, and I maybe I'm discrediting what they do to prepare, but it's like these other like like you said with Tiger, you're destroying your body, you're going out there the the round the golf season and everything so much longer the amount of time he's putting into it the longevity of what he's got it it's three days michael phelps is in the pool for a couple minutes every time he's getting the gold you know it's it just feels like sure yes he was very dominant no one can take away from that and he's
1: training hard but oh i totally get it i mean this is a conversation you know i've had with friends for three decades now right and it's always change and evolve right like 15 years ago I would have been like oh it's Michael Jordan and Tom Brady right like so I could totally get that you know I I'm just thinking for me like just where I'm at at this point in my life just thinking about like I'm never gonna see these guys again right like some people you get tone deaf to like Steph Curry it's like I'm tone deaf to these deep threes because you just see so many guys do that but these guys all did things that I don't think I'll ever see again and so it's like just that appreciation of I went to Track Town USA, that's for my colleges, Tracktown yeah. USA, University of Oregon. We've a billion dollar track and field stadium mm-hmm. on our campus. I think I went to two track events, my four years there, <laughs> and that's because my buddies were in the track meet. Yeah. But I knew when Usain Bolt was gonna run, right? Yep. And if it came out and said that Usain Bolt's racing tomorrow, I will be glued to that TV watching Usain Bolt. So those three for me were just no brainers, super easy. This fourth one I'm still struggling with at this very moment. <laughs> It's, for me, this greatest great, it's, he's not one of the greatest, like, athletes. No one's going to have him on their Mount Rushmore. But for me, he's on there because of a, spe- a specific reason. And the person that he's actually bumping off is Dion Sanders. Hmm. And Dion, just because, I mean, World Series, NFL, I mean, that was a great athlete. So, for me, and I guarantee you, no one in the world will ever have this person on their Mount Rushmore. But, I... Absolutely hate in professional sports. I think the worst thing about professional sports is the level of sportsmanship we see these days. Everyone's buddies. I hate that crap. I don't want the Sacramento Kings players I think I know high-fiving get, I think and I know being buddies say. with other like Andre Johnson. No, it's like as a understand. Kings fan, if you're playing the Lakers, I want to see Doug Christie punch Rick Fox in the, in the face. Right? Like I hate the sports. You see it in all sports now. It disgusts me. So for me, the greatest great watching growing up who had no issue saying anything to your face, whose sole mindset was, I want to make you fight me. I want to make you cry. I want you to hate my guts. That was Kevin Garnett. Mm. I think he was one of the greatest trash, the level of intensity. We'll never see that again, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think he was the one that called Charlie Fallon away a cancer patient to his face while he was flying, (laughs) which I don't condone. Like, I mean, it's obviously a horrible thing, but it's just that mindset of... I hate your guts, mm-hmm. and when we play, I hate your guts. You know, and if if I wasn't five foot six, one hundred and ten pounds, playing <laughs> sports growing up, I would have tried to been like like if I was big <laughs> enough to yeah. take you know the shit that I was dishing out. Right. I would have been like that in a heartbeat because it's like, you know, these are your competitors, and if you want to win, you need to do anything you can do to beat them. And yeah. so for me, he exemplified that like ultra competitor of just I don't have to like you i don't want to like you the fans shouldn't like you like i'm probably one of the few people i love when you like just go on instagram and you're like oh look there's dodger and padre fans just fighting in the stands again right like <laughs> that is what i love that shit i'll never be that person like if i go to a sporting event like i'm not wearing the road especially if it's a road game i'm not wearing the uniform and i'm definitely not talking shit but i want to see you guys beat the crap out of each other and i want to see you guys on the field beat the crap out of each other you know so <laughs> For me, it's just, I, I had to put KG up there. You seem just, very passionate about him. I'm very passionate. <laughs> the intensity, man. But I, just... I love that you based this off
2: of Trash Talk. That's kind of awesome. But also, why didn't you go Meta World Peace? Or, I mean, Malice in the Palace might be the best fight in sports a, ever. It was a good fight. Steven Jackson?
1: I mean, the guy changed his <laughs> name to World Peace. And, and to be I mean, even all those guys, if... if You
0: could have just put Ron Artest on the list. Yeah, (laughs) but I still think KG would
1: have whooped
2: his ass. I mean, probably. I don't know.
1: Maybe the only
2: Ron Artest seems like he had a screw loose. He's got like that Antonio.
1: No, but he's got that AB like craziness. During the KG era, I think the only people that probably could have taken him out in a fight, it would have had to been a tag team. Would have been Ben and Rasheed Wallace, like Pistons going at him. But there was no one else in that league that was gonna bully him. I mean, he owned the paint, like. Shaq could have stuck his fat ass out there and tried to back him around, uh, but eventually I KG think... would have just wrapped his arm around his neck and thrown him to the ground, and that would have been it. You know? Like, God, see why we can't go back in time and make that happen. I, uh, I mean, Wait. I almost had well, Shaq. Not... <laughs> I almost like, had Shaq to fight. I, That'd be incredible. I, but We'd have
2: to get them to fight too. We gotta go back in time. Then we also gotta get. But shacking. if we can control
0: destiny from like right. thirty years before that, you're right. You're and right. instill hate for each other at birth.
1: No, then but, right. we, but we gotta. They, I mean, there's videos <laughs> of Kevin Garnett sitting on the bench in a suit, just screaming at other guys that are playing shooting, calling them words that you know Probably we can't, can't say on either. here. And it's like he just he had no rules. He just went out and played as hard as he could and and just kicked your ass. But he's a goat, huh? All right. Well, I'm I'm interested. He's not. It. I mean, he's my go-to guy, <laughs> right? Just well, up. and that's that's the
2: beauty of these. Yes,
1: yeah. I know this list will be ripped, to, or my Mount Rushmore will be well, ripped to shred well, by people. This is just but, for us. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. What are your three other people, though? Yeah, it, so I had
2: Tiger, obviously. Well, I was going to say, so does that make Tiger the Goat of Goats? Cause we he's the Goat of Goat thr- of Goats. Because yeah.
1: all three of us... His shadow is a goat. <laughs> That's fair. It should be. Well, actually, you've got the Tiger-Goat flag yeah, hanging in I the do. garage, actually. I got the goat shirt where he's got the fist palm and the goat shadow
0: back there. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Um, I have Tiger, obviously. I have Michael Phelps on my list as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. There's no one more dominant in there. I mean, Interesting. Yeah. I mean, okay. Dan, Dan touched on that pretty good. Um, I had, uh, Wayne Gretzky. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know that, um, Crosby and Ovechkin are like, or Ovechkin is creeping up on his. He's 82 point. goals away. That's a long way away. Is it goals or points that he's
2: going after?
1: I thought it was points. I don't think anyone's going to touch him on points. Okay. You're right. I think we well, already been playing longer too. No, doesn't matter. No, no.
2: Ovechkin's got. Where's Gretzky played a long time. Yeah, had 20 seasons. So Gretzky had a long time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Ovechkin points. Anyways, I got Gretzky.
0: Um, My fourth one was tough, but I think if you're not saying... I wanted to go, like, not the the traditional route, kind of like how Dan did with his fourth, with KG,
2: but I just couldn't convince myself to do it, so I have MJ. Okay, so let me tell you, though. Gretzky has 2,857 points. 2,800K. And... Ovechkin's point total. So, yeah, they don't even have his point total, but he's 82 goals behind. It's the goals he's chasing. Yeah, on. so he's 82 goals behind. But, still pretty impressive. But Gretzky had so many assists, obviously, if he's... But here's my issue, and this came up when I was thinking about this, is the fact that technology, kind of like Dan was talking about, every the gear was so much different. These guys were, like, playing with, like, normal sticks, like thin little sticks and Gretzky? Yeah. If you look at the pads and everything of what a keeper had, they still have the Jason masks. They weren't even like
0: But Okay.
2: You you have amazing technology now that fucking you know, Ovechkin and all these guys are beating. Like those guys have these giant
1: like So you have Ovechkin on your list? No, no I'm just saying I didn't (laughs) another point to Gretzky though. Gretzky got cut from my list. Can you think of another professional athlete? that produced a better offspring than Wayne Gretzky. Oh, you're right. I know. Well, that's, I mean, no, I can't. Because not only like, is he the goat, but then like his, his daughter, like, basically married an almost goat yeah is a know. goat goat factory right <laughs> like You're doing I mean, well that, over there
2: that that kid that kid's gonna have so much pressure he's gonna flame out so easy yeah he'll be a drug addict um <laughs> but he will 100 <laughs> <addict>. well so <laughs> i have to say that i'm happy because all that we're gonna have in common then is tiger yeah because i obviously had to go with my boy tom yeah. There was no way around we it. You can't argue it. I I mean, I love Tom. We knew it was coming. It's all good. It, but the only thing is I go against your time and everything concept because I took Pele.
1: No, that's
2: fair. I, big soccer guy. You took only, Pele over Messi? He's the only man with two World Cups and he shaped soccer. But my the problem is like my Pele argument sucks because <laughs> Pele also is like it's counterintuitive to the whole like time and everything thing because he was coming up when people just weren't that good. Yeah. So, like, would Pele have been as... But it doesn't matter. Because people wouldn't be as good if you didn't have Pele. Mm-hmm. Because people wouldn't have given a shit. It's
0: like the it, chicken and egg. Thing. Exactly. So, it's like two World Cups. I mean, we're not, like, disappointed you picked Pele. We just... I figured well, you're gonna, you would have been messy. You might be
2: disappointed <laughs> with the fourth. Okay. Because this is why I wanted to put the gender thing out there. Serena. I went Serena.
1: I, om- I, oh, I almost had, had her. I, almost I had her. Serena so until the, la- like dominant the last
2: dominant in her sport. No, like, she's like yeah. like, and it's ag- not even close a- and either. And again, but... it was so. When I was thinking about Pele, I was like, well, Serena made women's tennis. No one gave a shit. No people probably st- they'll go back to not giving a shit about women's tennis. Unfortunately, <laughs> she did, like, yeah. because she was that dominant, and you weren't tuning in necessarily to see her win. You were tuning in because you want. It's the same thing with Brady. You didn't want to see, it's Alabama, it's everything. You didn't tune in to see Serena. You might have been a fan of Sharapova because she was smoking hot, but you were tuning in to see if Sharapova could knock off Serena. You were tuning in to see these people try, and like that makes you a great. If you really want to be there to be the disruptor and everybody to just try and break
1: that, I think that makes you great. I totally get it. I mean, she was yeah, on my list. She was on the my only reason list. she wasn't was cuz at the end of the day I was like I just didn't watch enough of her. Mm. But it, not to say I don't appreciate. Yeah. No, her she level great. Like, I grew up dominant. watching tennis and I that's why
2: I couldn't I couldn't find a guy tennis player because So that's four for well, you. Federer and not Nadal. Yet, I guess, yeah, I have Tiger 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 was the easiest one for me to pick. I well, think it was the easiest for all of us to, to pick. To be fair, Brady, <laughs> Brady was the easiest because I was kicked this idea off with Keach when I was talking about Brady. Because I saw this crazy photo when he finally retired. This man had 30, you know, between the 20s, 30s, 40s. His three decades of play, he had three Super Bowls in his 20s. He had two Super Bowls and two NFL MVPs in his 30s two Super Bowls, and one NFL MVP in his 40s. This man had
1: three MVP caliber decades. He's also one of the only players in the NFL that actually is willing to do what it takes to sustain success. Yeah. Right. If you want to win the NFL, you have to have two things, a defense and offensive line. And Any quarterback can win with a defense and offensive line. But Brady sat there and said, we're going to dink and dunk oh you're, yeah you're going to get the ball five times a game you have to play our defense we're just going to move down the field methodically and score how many times do you watch a team with like it'll be like third and two and they're at their own 40 and they just throw like a deep ball down the middle it's like what are you doing yeah no right and then they punt away or they'll be like second and five or second five you know goal from the five And it's oh here's just a fade route to the back corner it's like what the yeah, hell are you just one. wasting plays and then they want these big contracts. But Brady was just like, nope, we're going to run the ball. Then you're going to, Edelman, you're going to run a little three yard hitch, and we're just going to move the chains, and your defense is going to exhaust you because it's a 15 play drive. And he never changed. He did that from the time he started to literally the last seasons with Tampa. He never changed. You never saw him waste a play. And every team probably wasted at least 10 plays on offense every single game. We'll see it in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. We'll see multiple wasted plays. Yeah, that's true. He's the only one that... I'm willing, glad you can him. agree with He him.
0: kisses his kids, though, so <laughs>
1: that is
2: weird. I told Keech the only reason he does that is to suck the life out
1: of them and
2: stay youthful. <laughs> and that's, that is the, it's that's disgusting. what's happening
1: It's just part of what... He wants to stay unique. It's disgusting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, I think all of those are solid Mount Rushmore. You know, it's, it's subjective, so...
0: I don't know what that means.
2: It is our time for our draft. It's draft time. And I'm happy to have Dan here this week because Dan chirps a lot. Dan is the king of texting me or DMing me that I suck every week. KG, baby. <laughs> the KG of podcast drafts. He's the KG of talking shit about Brendan. P- podcast drafts. <laughs> well, that was the best part of moving to the team 1 team 2 team 3 cuz I won that week and Dan voted for me and he was I one of like early, the, I did like him. He was one of the earliest votes so I was very excited to talk shit I back to I can't the win them
1: all people will stop voting <laughs> That's why we moved to the team 1 team 2 team right. 3 I was cracking up <laughs> Last Was it last week's when I was like, I thought you had it with Shaka? And you responded, <laughs> she's literally every woman. <laughs> she
2: is literally every <laughs> woman. <laughs> All caps is stand. I was she's like, geez. she's literally every woman. How did I lose this? But we have a fun one this week. It is TV dads, which we reserve the right to fictional TV dads. No Caitlyn Bruce Jenner's coming on this.
1: we Which, just to circle back real quick, if Caitlyn Jenner ever won gold in the decathlon... She's the goat of all goats on Mount Rushmore. She would have a gold as a man and a woman. Get out there, Bruce Caitlin. That would be elite.
2: Whatever. And I, even
1: if she, ran, she just participated and did terrible, I would still watch, right? It's like I would want to see I love how, it. how she did. I mean, I, I think the world would tune in.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. But the way we do this, as you've listened, where would you like to draft, Daniel? First, second, or third? I got to go second.
0: Go second. I'm gonna go first, okay. It's just, yeah, I can't. I don't think I, I wanted can, second. I just
1: I can't afford in a draft you're with gonna, this so many home run hitters yeah. to like wait that yeah. many picks. In exactly, between. yeah. Let's no, hear it then, <laughs> Keach, You're kicking
2: us off. TV Dads, okay. I'm gonna go Peter Griffin. Oh, interesting. You know what's wild is I did not expect that from you. I didn't expect Peter Griffin to be your number one. I have him on my list. I mean, he's got to be on all of our lists, but he
1: definitely wasn't my number one.
0: It's weird you don't think that because your dad is Peter I mean, because yes, <laughs> I've
1: lived with John my whole <laughs> life. My dad looks just like Seth MacFarlane's dad, that Christmas one. Oh, yeah. The guy with the... Oh, my God. I'll oh, show t- you t- later. T- 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 <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> insane. Well, his dad looks exactly like, Peter, like Griffin, Peter Griffin.
2: Heavy set, and he makes all the same jokes. Yes. I shit you not, the other day, he's here visiting. He drove by, because my, my aunt and uncle live in Fair Oaks. He was staying there hanging out with his sister and whatnot. We're driving down past the old KFC, and it says, hot chicken coming soon. He, sh- I shit you not, goes, opposed to what? Cold chicken?
0: <laughs>
2: I'm like, John. No, it's a, it's a type of ch-. And he, I, stone cold, that was his. Okay, you got me. Yeah, John, I'm, an, John, I'm an asshole. John is Peter Griffin. Peter
0: Griffin okay. is John. Okay.
2: But, all right. So,
1: Daniel, well, number two, who are you taking? Wait, who'd you pick?
0: <laughs> I'm second. I'm three. Oh, that's right. All
1: right. My number two overall, my first pick, is a man who has stuck more feet in asses than any other man. Oh. And that is Red Foreman.
2: Foreman. Good, great pick.
1: So, I mean, that
2: is a good pick. But I'm going to go with everywhere you look, everywhere you see. All right. I'm taking Danny Tanner off the board. R.I.P. I... I mean, he was just a wholesome father. He was. That's but, a good pick. But fucking, you got me with the Red Foreman because he was high on my list. Red Foreman. Was I high knew on I had list. to go first. Yeah, talk with him. And I mean, it's it's my
1: favorite show. But no, a great Tanner, show. But Danny Tanner.
2: I mean, how many times in middle school did I get home and I watched? That's probably why I got bullied. But I loved Full House. Um, sure. So All my right. pick. Back to uh-huh. you. I'm gonna go
0: Al Bundy. Who? Mother. That's a good one. I, you know, that is a show that
1: could not be aired today. No, <laughs> you, you definitely know, not. You know what's funny? Though? I was it's, thinking about that, too. Keach mm-hmm. has he just, he just taken some good dads, right? Mm-hmm. He has. He's take, This is a, why I was so nervous. This this I was is, like, I have this great This list, is why
2: but. he wins every week. But I, you uh, know, I still early. got some good it's some early. ones. Okay. I, told,
0: I said, that Let's rounds start. one and two, we're all going to have great one and twos. Mm. It's the dirty
1: work in the rounds, later rounds. So, number two, he was a TV dad, but we all knew him as an uncle. Ah, oh, okay. yeah, he got him, Uncle Phil, Mr. Yep. Philip Banks. He was yep. a dad. He uncle was Phil. a dad. I
2: mean, yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? Was he not Carlton's dad? <laughs> he was a <laughs> dad, but he was our he was uncle. uncle Phil. He was <laughs> Uncle Phil. So. Well, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. I'm going more. Peace. I'm going more modern here because I just got to get him before Keech can. And I'm going to take John Dutton off the board.
0: I would. I wasn't going to draft him.
2: You weren't going to take John Dutton. I think he's a bad dad. He's not a bad dad. I he, think so. Oof. Okay. He but, won't
0: sell the land. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. If you haven't seen Yellowstone, the ruin for
2: you. He won't because he won't sell the land. <laughs> you. So first of all, I got to give a little backstory in context to this. So probably about five, six weeks ago, you. Who, who was it out? I don't remember. It was when we were still outside. You and somebody were talking about Yellowstone, and I go, "I've never seen it." They gave me endless amounts of shit for not seeing
1: it. So I ended up... I'm the king of never seeing it. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> yeah. okay. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I haven't seen Lord of the Rings. I never saw... I've, I'm the king of... Never saw full house. I'm the king of never seeing it. Hmm, well, there you go.
2: Well, that explains... Okay, so, great.
1: You're not alone there. So I know it's Kevin Cosner or whatever. But yeah.
0: So you just went... Okay, so me, huh? Back to you. I'm going to go... Um, this one's tough. I think this is where the dirty work starts. Yep. I'm going to go Ron Swanson. Ooh. Because he technically was a stepdad
1: to those beautiful baby girls. I have a little Funko Pop of him on the desk at work. And uh,
0: if you don't like Ron Swanson as a person, then I just don't want to be friends with anybody. (laughs) Fair enough.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Okay. So my third, and I feel like I'm taking a risk here. I'm going to pass on who I had third go for my fourth because I feel like I can get them both. Okay.
0: That's always a bad And sign. I
1: think I think that this one you guys will accept this. So my third, he started Tegrity Farms. His name is Randy Marsh. <laughs> okay, that's that's a good one. That's he has a, the that's world's largest balls. He's a geologist. He's done everything. <laughs> I mean, I like it,
2: but I you know I I'm scared now because I'm getting too much on my list. Uh, okay. But I'm gonna take Phil Dunphy. No, nah, that's why I just <laughs>
1: passed. <laughs> no, I was gonna take him yep, anyway. they going. Oh. I was going. I can get Phil fourth. They're but not no. gonna go Marne family. Uh,
2: but can't I can't. I can't go. I'm outside of. See, I got a funny guy, nice guy. Got an asshole, and then I got a funny guy
1: again. <laughs> Phil yeah. is just the greatest. So we're gonna
2: have to. <laughs> we're gonna have to somehow book into this with. I know Phil. Phil was gonna be up there, but I. I really thought you were gonna take John Dutton. So yeah. I was like, you can have him. He's a bad dad. Um great character. True. But I went, like, on...
0: on the quality, <laughs> of <their laughs> quality of their costume.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, Peter's a terrible father. <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, he always
0: makes sure it's a roof. He always okay. comes home. He always comes home. All right, so this is pick four? Yep. It is. Okay, this is getting tough. I am going to go with, in my opinion, arguably the most... How do I say this? like he did most as a dad for his family who is it it may have been bad things oh
2: are you gonna take him walter white oh okay
0: he literally started a billion dollar drug empire because he wanted to set his family i
2: i like it walter white was on my list he was a little deeper than that but i didn't i i'm shocked this
1: is an incredible segue okay because my (laughs) fourth pick so then here it goes okay my fourth pick he played walter white oh His name, his first name is Hal. Do you know his last name?
2: Oh, you're, no, I don't actually. Malcolm in the Middle, it's
1: Wilkerson. Hal Wilkerson, modern, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle, yeah. Okay, well, that was a plot twist I wasn't ready for. I mean, as soon as he said Walter Wilde, I was like, wow, we got Brian Cranston back to back, just like that. He's a good,
2: he was a good TV dad. He was a hell of a TV dad.
1: I'm, God, see, I'm, who
2: wants to make 10 bucks? I'm going, going, I'm going, I'm going back to, so I got, I got Fun Dad, Nice Dad. Shitty Dad, Fun Dad, Nice Dad. I think I'm going to have to go Shitty Dad again, and I'm going to go Frank Gallagher.
0: What's that
1: From Shameless? Uh, I
0: never watched Shameless. Neither
1: of you guys watched Shameless? I haven't seen anything. Oh. So
0: he's the guy with the mustache, I assume. He's.
1: I, and see yeah. the, he's see a drunk. that William H. Yes. Macy guy? Yeah, yes, William, William H. Macy. So the Mace's prison, character. dude. Yeah, the yeah. Okay. College scandal. Oh, man. He's such a good dad. He literally went to jail to get his daughter <laughs> <Exactly>. in <into> SC. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, real life. But wow, I, I I'm going okay. I'm regretting I, that. This pick is now. pick five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's our final I'm, pick.
0: I'm going one that I don't have on my list because I didn't think I could get him. Mm-hmm. And I I shame both of you for letting him get to me at five. Well, I wish it. people could value where you get. I know it. this oh. is what we've tried don't to do say it. for weeks. Don't do it. Homer Simpson. okay. Oh, okay. Oh. See, I'm okay with Homer, okay. because I, I just yeah, didn't want to two anime, and you that's do. tough.
1: Yeah, I, was on, I didn't know if Randy was going to count or not, yeah. so. Why would he not count? Well, I didn't know how fictional we were going. <laughs> <That's>, it's <laughs> how? it's <all> fictional. <laughs> it's a dad. Yeah, okay. Well, now I'm like... This is, like, yeah. the sad part, because now I have, like, six guys sitting here that I yeah, would That's love, what I'm thinking. There's, and I have to pick one.
2: I think I... I'm just glad that you guys shook my list up. I'm, I'm
0: mentally, one of the ones I'm thinking of, one of you guys are going to take. And I'm going to put it in the universe oh, yeah. in my mind. Well, since what I'm going to get the guy that I want,
1: I have to say it does pain me to not be taking Hank Hill. Mm, yeah. From King of the Hill? From King of the Hill. It also pains me to not be taking... Tony Soprano, yeah. who was the father I'm of the last fathers. pick, you do know this I do know, so I'm, I, the ones I'm saying I'm okay with you having, because I know Keech doesn't have it so, my fifth and final TV dad invented a holiday his name is Frank Costanza mm. and he invented Festivus <laughs> I mean so, so I, I, who was
0: I talking uh, talking to about this. Probably Lee because he yes. loves fucking no, I don't Seinfeld. Think it was Lee, but I was like, I like Frank Costanza, but like he's not a main character. He's not enough. He's And he's a great pick at five I think. We'll see how it shakes
1: out. Yeah. But he's not
0: like the character.
1: I mean, like, do you want me to no no, 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 sub him out? No. I have other options.
2: No, he's your pick.
1: Okay, He's I mean, a TV
2: dad. But you guys, so putting him up there this left me a lot of weird stuff. Because there's a lot of... There's so many TV dads. There's so many people. But I'm going to go with fun time. You ever wake up as a small child with a TV on in your bedroom and just saw him at three in the morning? And I'm going to go with George Lopez. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: We, <laughs> my fiancé, are literally
2: watching it right George now. Lopez. We start over again. It's a great show.
0: So Tony Soprano never drafted.
2: I mean, you guys threw me off when you didn't take John Dutton. I can't take Tony Soprano <laughs> and John
1: Dutton can't. <laughs> it almost felt like cheating, though, right? Because yeah. you're like, he's... I mean, I mean... But was See, he a good dad? I don't but know if he was a good dad. I,
2: I was about to take Frank Reynolds, the Frank from Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah. I was going to take Frank Reynolds. I passed on Mike Brady, who might be the nicest TV yeah. dad. Yeah.
0: He was obvious, but not good enough for me. He
2: just didn't, because the show was mostly about the kids. Right, right. Mike Brady didn't do much. He
1: wasn't much. Yeah. but So those are your, yeah, the ones that I ended up passing on was, it was Tony Soprano. And of course mm-hmm. you guys got some of mine. And we kind of talked about it briefly. I wanted, I, I had Ari Gold on there, but he's not a dad, right? Well, like he's a dad, but he's, he's an not agent first, right? Yes. <laughs> and then I had Bob Belcher, but I didn't want to go too yeah. Bob's Burgers. I didn't want to go too animated. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Hank Hill, which we talked about getting animated, yeah. and then Johnny Rose. From Schitt's Creek. Oh, yeah. Gene th- Levy. I thought, I thought was, about him, oh, Gene too. Gene Levy, yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Well, so here's
2: mine. I was just going to pander.
1: We could do movie dads
0: and he might make it. I thought about... He <laughs> <You> would <laughs> definitely make it. I thought
2: about taking Jack Pearson.
0: Why does that sound familiar? Because
2: he's the guy from This Is Us. I've never oh. seen an episode of This Is Us. I haven't either. But then I, why would you pick him? Because I saw it on some stupid thing because oh. I was... That seems lame. Yeah. You're going to draft someone you haven't even seen? That's why I was like, I, I don't feel good about that one, but it was going so really to be pandered. pander
0: just read the list off for us cause I, so we know.
2: So Dan has Red Foreman, Uncle Phil, Randy Marsh, Hal Wilkerson, and Frank Costanza.
1: That could start for the West in the All-Star game right there. All right, let's see who you, the East is. You drafted Peter
2: Griffin, <laughs> okay. Al Bundy, Ron Swanson, Walter White, and Homer.
0: Okay, yeah. Mm.
2: And I got Danny Tanner, John Dutton, Phil Dunphy, Frank Gallagher and George Lopez. Okay. I think we, yeah.
0: we'll see. It's going to yeah. be a battle,
1: I think. So are there now that we've all have our teams, are there, is and we can collectively brainstorm here? Are we f- like are we forgetting anyone that should have been in that draft? Right? Like, there's like, just I, so many TV there dads. There are so many. I just like want to make deep, sure that I'm not like, like how
0: deep cut. What's the one that adopted the Jeffersons? Not oh yeah. He's like a ultimate TV dad. Mm-hmm. Drafted. Uh, you know who I'm talking. Not adopted. Yes. Ronnie Cole. Not Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> Something Coleman. <laughs> uh, Gary, Coleman. <laughs> Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. What was the name of that show? The Jeffersons. Jeffersons? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. Oh, All in the Family. Oh, All in the Family. Ultimate TV dad.
2: Uh, the, the dad in that movie I believe it was George Jefferson
1: That's what it is George Jefferson yeah, right? I George um, Jefferson. Oh, yeah. But I really can't think of any I mean, like, I feel like anyone else I'm kind of going It's like, like too like, deep, yeah Right, like, I, you know Like, if you want to say like Or you really have to explain it. Like, if I want to go with like Splinter, right Ninja Turtles dad But like Yeah He's not really their dad But he's kind of their dad Well And then
2: You know, like The TV dads thing. It's like John Walton from the Waltons I never even saw the fucking Waltons Right but,
1: what was John Goodman's name on Oh, Roseanne. yes, Roseanne. Yeah. Well, so oh, the problem
2: yeah. that I had with Roseanne was all the Roseanne negativity now. Wow. Not, not necessarily Roseanne <laughs> yeah. in that moment. Well, it, then
1: it got tough, too, because so many... Like, when we say TV dads, and I think we, we kind of talked about this before, but, like, there's so many streaming shows, right? Mm-hmm, like right? Um, like HBO, like, the dumbest show on the planet, but it's great. It's called uh, was it Righteous Gemstones. Oh, yeah, he like, was... And he right, John Goodman was—he was great. Was the dad of the gemstones? he, yeah, right? he was fantastic. But you're like, it's HBO. You know, they're hour-long, forty-minute yeah. episodes. Like, he's not really a TV dad. So, like, you really had to start digging back. And learn, I don't like, know. I would have allowed it. You would have allowed it. I would have allowed it. But I mean, that was, yeah. yeah. once you open up that whole streaming, it's right. just like there's just so. What many.
0: about the Adams Family
1: dad? I don't know. Yeah, no. sure. Why not? I don't know.
0: I'm just throwing dads out. I don't know.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I don't think
0: I'm. Yeah, I got nothing else. I think we hit like, for sure, the top, most of the top twenty. I'm just bummed
2: because Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny versus Frank Gallagher. I just Mm -hmm. thought Shameless was going to resonate. I'm going. This is the problem, is I I I shouldn't be allowed to see behind the curtain and see who votes for what because I'm trying to pander. Mm. Every time I think about my goddamn (laughs) pick, and I still get it wrong because I still vote for Keach even after we've removed the Keach thing.
1: I mean, there's so like I'm gonna be going to sleep tonight thinking about guys like I wish I, right like you just can go to I, sleep thinking about guys you know I wish I could have like a 12 man roster right bench right because there's so many guys I'd love to have there as alternates just in case you know like Someone like goes Bob down. Pinciotti right Donna's dad mm, yeah right you're like he's a good dad but, but he's like the second best dad he's on the that show best. right <laughs> but you're, just, but he's, guess, you're but still like I mean he's a guy you'd you'd want. I am roster.
2: bummed you took Red Foreman Red Forman I knew I top. had to go
1: quick. Yeah. I knew if I waited he was going.
2: But back to your point. I wish people knew that I got Phil Dunphy at 9. Yeah. yeah that's that because bad. because they don't they're not they're, looking at it. It would be
0: cool if they would vote on <laughs> where you way, got him. The way we yeah. do.
1: Now, do you get double points for picking a dad that plays a dad on another show right cuz you and Al Bundy, right? <laughs> but then he's also Jay Pritchett. So yeah, you exa- got two incredible dads uh, with yeah. one
2: actor. I but, so the funniest thing is I couldn't remember his name. I wanted to because I kept thinking of him as Al
0: Bundy, and I was like, "It's not him." And though. There's a reason you think of as Al Bundy because well, he's, he's Al cause Bundy,
2: he, and he still even plays Al Bundy pretty much when he's Jay Pritchett. Yeah. Like he's he's that character. The first just couple old. seasons yeah. until
1: he kind of like they let him yeah, with yeah, Mitchell and yeah. Cam, and then it has lots of character development. But yeah, but that was a great show.
2: It it was. I mean, I still find myself rewatching that one. but
1: yeah, Sweet.
2: Well, all right, boys. Dan, thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks for having
0: me. It was a blast. It was fun. Um, don't forget to get your squares. I'm posting it on the page every day. Let's sell it out. Anything else? Nope. That'll do it. All right. This is The Wolf Ticket with Dan Doshka. De- He's done it. I, it. He it. I did it. He did it. I did it. He did it. All right. See you all.